Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, January 22, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy almost end of January. This is the second to last Friday of January. Isn't that crazy, man? Happy end of the week. What did you guys do, huh? You anything eventful? Let me tell you what you're going to do this weekend. You're going to go on Netflix and you're going to watch Shooter Season 1. And then you're going to catch up to me because I'll be finishing Season 2 and maybe Season 3. Shooter! Great show. I just picked, I just watch it randomly. It's actually kind of an old show. I think it debuted season one, came out four years ago. Uh, there's only three seasons and, uh, you know me and closure, right? So I had to, before I started the show, I had to Google spoiler free. The shooter have a closure at the end. And, uh, from the comments that I've read, supposedly it does. The, there were a few saying, uh, it has an ending that is Maybe not the most satisfying, but it has an ending. So for me, that's enough. As long as there's there's closure. But I watched the first season. It's very entertaining. It's not it's not the best show, but it is entertaining as fuck. The first season's only ten episodes, so give it a try. After the first three, if you're not digging it, uh, put it down. But it's action packed. It's the story is about. Have you ever seen the Mark Wahlberg movie Shooter? It's based on that that guy, that series, or that character, Bob Lee Swagger. Uh, this one is played by Ryan Philippi, who I feel like I have never heard of except for Cruel Intentions. What else has he done? Ryan Philippi. He's so hot, too. And I think he was big in the 90s, but I don't remember what he did in the 90s except for Cruel Intentions with Sarah Michelle Gellar. You remember that movie? That movie's really good. Anyway, he's the star. He plays Bob Lee Swagger. And uh, the premise of the first season is he gets framed for the assassination of a uh, of a of a president because he was the one that's consulted. And he is one of the top snipers in the world. And that's why he's uh, he is the what do you call it? He is the suspect, et cetera, et cetera. Good show and entertaining all throughout action scenes are Really well done for a what looks like a mid-level budgeted TV show. It doesn't look like it's a, you know, Game of Thrones esque budget, but it is very entertaining. So watch that. And I, I I've spoken about this anime many times before. High Q. I did not know that they really because High Q season four I think was split into two parts, and I remember finishing part one so i think it was like 10 or 12 episodes and i didn't know when the second part was coming out to my surprise it came out in october of last year i just maybe i didn't really it went under the radar on my on my books and i i didn't even know it was out so the second half of haikyuu season four is out but for those of you who haven't watched any of haikyuu it's about volleyball and even if you don't know anything about volleyball like like me like i'm not a big volleyball guy i get the basic rules but you don't have to be it's it's more about the character development it's so good, uh, and you should watch it from season one. But just in case you missed the second half of season four, it, it's been out since October, and I just finished it 
literally an hour before this podcast. Oh man, it's so good, dude! It's such a good show. I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think that I could. Uh, I don't know. I didn't think that we could get into what do you call it? I didn't think I could get into a volleyball freaking anime. You know, it's so good. And right now, as I'm here on my couch, I'm about to start a show uh, which was actually suggested to me by uh, someone who I interviewed last night. I'll talk about who I interviewed last night. But it's called Bling Empire. It's basically it's a reality show, and it's about crazy rich Asians. Literally, like really rich Asians. So I'm going to watch that. I'll let you know how I feel about it on Tuesday. I don't know if I'm going to binge it. If I, if I don't like the first episode or two, then I usually just stop. But if I like it, you'll probably hear about it on Tuesday. But for now... Haikyuu should be on your list. If you haven't started that anime, it's freaking fantastic. Uh, My Hero Academia, if you haven't watched that one, I would prefer My Hero Academia first. But if you like volleyball or if you just like sports animes or just anime in general, it's a good show. Haikyuu. I have to watch Attack on Titan because the, the thing that really fucked me up about Attack on Titan is that when I watched season one, which was like 2013, 2012... Season 2 came out in 2017. It was a four-year gap. You're, you're telling me you're going to make people wa- wait four fucking years from season 1 to season 2? I, lo- I like I completely forgot the storyline. So now I feel like I have to rewatch season 1 to really get back into it. I mean, I could pick up from season 2. I could maybe watch a YouTube recap of season 1, which I might do. I don't really want to burn through 20-something episodes of season 1 that I've already seen. I just kind of forgot about it. I, I remember vague things. But maybe I should just re- watch a YouTube like highlight or a YouTube recap of season one. But can they? Can you imagine waiting four years? That's why I lost interest. You can't. But the good news is season two, three, and four came out within a year of each other, and I think season four is still ongoing right now, and it's the last season. And I hear there's closure, so I'm okay with that. The reason being, season one, the the the, the reason why season one, and season two, there is such a long gap. I had to look it up was because there was not enough source material. Because when it comes to anime. They usually pull from the manga or the or like the comic book series. So after season one was done, there wasn't enough comic book material for them to create season two, which seems like poor planning <laughs> in hindsight, right? You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna be like, oh, let's make a show. Do we have enough source material source material for two three seasons? No, but we can make them wait for five fucking years. <laughs> no way, bro. Who thought of that? Anyway. I might go back into Attack on Titan if there's nothing else to watch. Uh, who, what else? What else did I? Oh yeah, Bling Empire. I'll let you know about that. I've been rewatching this old movie series that, well, yeah, it's old. It's old. That I grew up with as a kid. Uh, I didn't, it didn't come out when I was a kid. It came out, I think, even prior to that. But I remember having VHS tapes of it because it was a comedy series. It's called Police Academy. Some of you, most of you probably heard of it, but Police Academy. Uh, there's seven of them, but I'm only gonna watch the first four because that's when Steve Gutenberg or Gutenberg, Gutenberg, who plays Mahoney, the main character in the first four movies. He's, he's in all four of those, but then he doesn't make an appearance in five, six, seven, so I don't really care about those. But I've watched all seven. So Police Academy, it's, I watched the first, I rewatched the first one. It's still, I think it still holds up as a, it's a slapstick comedy about these cadets that join the Police Academy to learn how to become policemen because they, they took out all the restrictions. So, like there's no limitation on weight, height, race, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and it's just a comedy of how this ragtag group of 
of weirdos become police uh, vets, and of course there's the there's the captain that doesn't want them to succeed. It's all the tropes of a of a comedy slapstick underdog story. It's good, man. I really enjoyed watching it. It brought back memories. I used to watch it as a kid, and I think a lot of these old eighties, nineties comedy movies really developed my sense of humor over time. I'm not sure. I can't pinpoint which movies or what I've watched that have influenced my comedic uh, personality. Because, you know, I'm a, I feel like I, I, I joke around a lot. I'm not a comedian. Don't get it twisted. But I feel like young sense of humor, young sense of humor voice, I know, very, it's up there. <laughs> so Police Academy, I've been rewatching that as well. Okay, uh, let's get into it. Yesterday, I interviewed... Life coach Kimmy Lu, K-I-M-I-L-U-L-U. You can look her up on Instagram. Very successful life coach. Been doing it for over a decade. She has celebrity friends and clients that have, you know, worked with her. Bella Padilla, uh, Pia Wurzbach, to name a few. So she's legit. And I've interviewed her, I think, three times. Now this is my third time. She's really cool. She's great. She's, like, really fun. And... I love life coaching stuff. You know, I told you I'm not super into the whole mystic and like fortune telling shit, but I am in, I am into the the aspect of improving your life through well, I would say life coaching. And there was this, you know what? I'm super bad at remembering terms, but we oh yeah, there intentions. So for she wants you to set intentions for yourself, and intentions are different from goals. I got I got it twist I got it wrong yesterday. So when she asked me, JC, what are your intentions for 2021? I was like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to set up a successful streaming business. Uh, I didn't say it in those terms, but something like along those lines. I want to set up a business that work that uh, highlights my, you know, creative abilities. And she said, oh, that's great, but those are your goals. Your intention is more of kind of like the fuel behind your goals. And I thought that was really, that was really interesting and something that makes you so like I basically it's why what is the soul behind your goals? Why are you doing what you're doing? And it's really great. I mean, I don't know how much Kimi Lu charges for a session. I'm sure it's, it's kind of pricey, but I think I think it would be worth it. I, I don't recommend uh, these things often, but I, I've been a big... And you know what? Even if you don't go to a life coach like Kimi Lu, you can read up on a lot of... There's a lot of fantastic books that are relatively affordable that kind of deliver the same message of of uh, enhancing and improving your life. And I think, I, I can't name books off the top of my head, but there are a lot that I've read because I told you before, I'm a huge fan of these self-improvement books. Uh, there's a lot of YouTube channels about minimalism. And, you know, the, there's a common theme when I've interviewed all these people, you know, Rev Reg Tan, I, uh, Kimi Liu, uh, Master Judith Eugenio, there, there's always a common theme when it comes to kind of making your life better. And it's letting go of things that are not necessary in your life, whether physical or emotional. So that's why I super love minimalism. But the, the emotional part is, I guess, more difficult. I can't, I can't maybe speak on that part. But if you can somehow let go of your demons, right? That's what they call it. Kill, you know, releasing your demons. Is that the term? Releasing or killing your demons? Or moving the skeletons out of your closet, I guess, is another phrase that is applicable in this scenario. Then your life will be infinitely better, and I think that's that's uh, that's something good to take out of your life. So Kimmy Lu, go check her out, Life Coach Kimmy K I M I L U, and she actually 
I, I've seen her like on Instagram for like the corgis, like, she, and I asked her about it pre-interview, and apparently her her brother is the an owner of a kennel, kennel or is that what they call a kennel of 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 corgis, and the name of it, which I'm will check right now on my Instagram, is Royal underscore Earl E A R L underscore corgis. Did I say this on the podcast already? Anywho, I've been getting, you know, I've been I've been babysitting Margot and and Snoopy, the the two the two dogs that I've been hang, you seen you might have seen on my Instagram. And I've convinced myself that I think I'm ready for a, a puppy. But every time I talk to people about getting a dog, I get this I, I don't I'm not mad at it and I'm not upset at it, but I get this preachy almost sermon-like statement like you can you should adopt don't shop. Adopt, don't shop. Uh, or I've gotten some messages, like I think on Hala Halo, someone messaged us saying, you know, I heard JC about getting a dog. Uh, you can remind him that if he, if he wants, uh, he, he can, I don't, this isn't verbatim, by the way, but it's like you should get, I think that, you know, corgis can be expensive, so, you can put your money into other things and just adopt a dog that would be much cheaper and then you can use the money you would have used for the corgi on uh, pet supplies and stuff. Which I, I really I appreciate that. I appreciate the uh, the meaning behind it. Of course, you know, there are a lot of dogs that are in need of homes. Uh, dogs that have been abused. Dogs that have been neglected. Dogs that have been abandoned. And... I think that's great that there are people who are always pushing for adopting the, the term adopt, don't shop. But I'll be honest with you guys. I was in, I'll tell you this story. <clears throat> I was in UC Irvine. It was a university in, 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 San, in, in California. I was there with my, at the time, my girlfriend at the time. And we were going to this dance audition. I'm not a dancer. I was there. In the background, like as a prop for their dance uh, audition, but while we were at this audition with a lot of people, like hundreds, most of them are like Asian guys and girls, because you know Asians love to dance. Um, there was this guy who walked in with the cutest dog that I have ever seen, and I and at this point in my life, I had never really seen a corgi. Believe it or not, I had not seen a corgi until I was maybe well at that time I was 19, 20 years old. And in comes this guy with like the cutest, fluffiest fucking corgi. And I didn't know what it was a corgi at the time. And I said, oh my God, I have to have that dog. And eventually, you know, I think my girlfriend knew, uh, my ex-girlfriend knew what breed it was. So she's like, oh, that's a corgi. I was like, oh, what? So I went on Google, did my research and Pembroke Welsh Corgi. And I started looking up videos and I became obsessed. And it became my dream dog. And that was when I was 18, 19. I'm 30 now. So 11 years I have been holding on to this dream of owning a corgi. And unfortunately, there are not that many people that give away corgis. A, because they're expensive. B, because they're probably not, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know the reason, okay? I'm not going to give you reasons as to why some dogs are more adopt, uh, why there are more dogs that are in, uh, you know, I don't know what you call them, kennels, impounds. I, I Basically, the dogs that are adoptable, usually there's not, any corgis. I'm, I'm not saying there aren't, but it's it's rare. And so that's that's the reason why I want to shop for a corgi. And I don't. Does that make me an evil person? That I would rather buy 
and spend, I don't know, it's probably like 80, 90, 100,000 pesos on a dog that I've wanted for 11 years instead of getting, you know, a dog that needs a home. I understand that there are dogs that need, that need homes, dogs that need adopting. But it's not my dream dog. Is that fucked up on, on my part? I don't think so, right? It's kind of like having a baby. I know it's not the same extent, but it's, it's close, right? Most people want to have a baby of their own with their, with their spouse or whoever, you know, their loved one. But there are people who would rather adopt. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I want my corgi. I've had this dream, this dream dog in my head. I even have a dream name. His name is Chili Puff. And I have no doubt in my mind that when I get a corgi, his name is going to be Chili Puff. He's going to be a boy, a puppy boy named Chili Puff. And we're going to grow old together. That's my dream. I'm going to take care of him like he's my own son. And I want that. So I want to get a corgi. And I'm, nothing's going to stop me. And... I don't, I don't think I should feel bad, but I'm wondering if I should, should I? Should I feel bad? No, right? People buy dogs all the time. I have nothing against adopting a dog. You know, I'm not saying don't, you should always shop, don't adopt. That's not my motto. And I don't think it, it should be anyone's motto, but I don't think we should shame anyone for buying a dog, right? Am I crazy? Anyway, I'm gonna get a corgi. I don't give a fuck. Because that is the dream. I wanna walk into my house, and I see my little baby Chili Puff looking at me with his beautiful eyes. He's got to be handsome, all right. I got. I already see. I have this vision because I. When you look at Instagram accounts of doggies of, of of corgis, they all they don't all look the same. I have an image of the of the Chili Puff that I want, and I'm not gonna settle for less because a I'm gonna be paying a lot of money for a corgi. I want to get the one that I want. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. But I'm gonna get a corgi. And I don't, I don't think I should feel bad about that. Please, if you're offended by that life choice, I'm sorry. But it's been my dream and I'm gonna follow my dream to the end. Okay. What else did I have planned? Is there anything else? Um, I know Biden is now officially the president of America and everything is all good in the world. No, it's not. But, hey, you know, it's a start. <laughs> it is a start. Hmm. What what else can we what else can we talk about, guys? There is there anything that I can share with you that is relevant? How long is it? Eighteen minutes? Damn, I'm not even at twenty. I don't really. There's nothing else going. Oh, I have a hosting. There we go. I have a hosting this weekend. It's for datubuti, datubuti soy sauce. No, datubuti vinegar suka. They're trying to break a world record. Actually, if you listen to this podcast before Sunday, you might even want to join in. There is a um. A world record, Guinness world record breaking attempt happening this Sunday. I believe at 4 p.m. around that time. You can register. Actually, if you go on my personal Instagram, I posted an Instagram post uh, because they wanted me to. <laughs> but you can see the link to register there. And the, work, the record that they're trying to break is most number of people dipping food in vinegar at the same time. What the fuck kind of <laughs> record is that? I mean, what... Who, what kind of obscure record is that, right? It's pretty crazy, dude. Uh, I have to get a rapid test. So it's going to be my first, actually, it's going to be my first coronavirus test. And although I'm confident, like 99.99% I don't have COVID, it's still kind of scary. That's why I don't like going to hospitals or getting, you know, tested, you know, my, uh, what do you call it? My annual physical exam. A, I don't like needles. And B, I just, you know, I don't want to 
discover something bad about my body that I was left under. And I know it's counterintuitive, blah, blah, blah. You should go to the doctor so that you avoid these things. I know, man. But it's it's just, you know, the, the anxiety of going to any sort of hospital is like, is overwhelming for me. I hate going to hospitals. But we have to take a rapid anti antibody antigen test, I think. I think that's the one where they take your blood. So now I'm nervous because I, hey, needles. But I'm pretty sure I don't have COVID. But just the thought of, oh, shit, you, what if you test positive, JC? That's scary, huh? But I'm, I'm willing it to the universe. I don't have COVID, okay? So we got to get that test done in the morning. And then we go into, we're going to do a, it in a studio. I'm sure it's going to be socially distanced. Don't worry. They even made us fill out these forms, whatever, because we had to be on record that we're going to be in the building. You know, all the contact tracing, la, 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 la. So it's safe. All right? So don't don't knock me on my choice to make money during this time of COVID. So we're going for the world record. Uh, it's, I'm not the main host. Uh, Sam YG is going to be the main host. And then there are six other side hosts, including myself, Kara Erigel, uh, Nikki Viola, who I've never met, but I've heard of her because she's a host. Um, Sho Suzuki, my boy Sho Suzuki, who's a big TikTok star. You might know him on TikTok. He, he works at Q Radio. He has a dog named Gonta, and he's a sexy Asian man. Like He's like Japanese is he Japanese Korean? He can speak Japanese. I think he can speak some Korean. He can speak Tagalog. He can speak English. He's like the dream man, man. <laughs> Show Suzuki, bro. He's awesome. Uh, Chrissy Achino. You might know Chrissy Achino, who, you know, he's the one that does Chris Aquino's voice. I can't do Chris Aquino's voice. Chris Aquino's voice. Um, Chino. Chrissy, Chrissy Achino, I think is his name on Instagram. But that, you, you know who he is. He, he was the one who became viral for doing the Chris Aquino ways voice. And who else? Who else is my co-host there? Kara, Nikki, Show, Chrissy, Chino, me, somebody else. I forgot. And the ambassadors are Mai Mai Entrata, uh, Eric Eruption, and some other people. So look out for that. Maybe I mean, if you want to join, I it might. I think it might be fun. I mean, at least you could say, "Hey, I was part of this Guinness World Record breaking." If it does break, I'm sure it will. I think they've pro- they've provided enough fail safes for it to to work to not I mean to to succeed in breaking the record. So you could be part of a world record. I I think that's pretty dope. I mean, you could use it to uh, as a as an icebreaker when when COVID is all over and you're at the bars and you're like, hey, baby girl, you're looking at a world record holder. <laughs> What'd you break the record in? You should say largest cock. No, um. <laughs> Uh, then you, then you just say, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> so that's what's happening this weekend. Nothing else, uh, in particular. And that's it for the podcast. I mean, it's around 20 something minutes. So that's good enough for a podcast. Usually you guys like it at that length, uh, Pinoy length. Uh, <laughs> not too long. You can follow the podcast Instagram, Tevez of the Best. You can message me on there. Did anyone message me recently on that podcast? Somebody. I think somebody did. So I got to do you justice and uh, say hello to you if you did message me. Oh, yeah. Broad Fitz. Broad Fitz says that he wishes me the best on my gaming streaming venture. Appreciate always all all the support. Broad Fitz. Uh, and, you know, Broad Fitz, I, I know you probably listen to Halo Halo. But a lot of people on Halo Halo and on this podcast have, have really taken – your podcast to heart because because you know you do great stuff so i appreciate it it's called the 80 percent to anyone listening highly recommend it for those who are trying to get their financial life uh in balance or maybe succeed or or where to put your money uh broad fits the 80 percent 80 the 80 percent it's also part of podcast network asia so you know you got to support the cause 
get us more sponsors. No. Just happy to put out great creative content. And I think Broadfits, you know, you know Broadfits, I, I was, I was like, I was talking to somebody about your, um, I forgot who I was talking to about, about your podcast. And I was like, you know, he does TikTok too. And I remember when you first started TikTok, not that long ago, you have like 40,000 TikTok followers. Not brah. <laughs> I'm telling you, Brad Fitz, man, he knows how to make up good content and educational and informative content. So the 80%, and I guess on TikTok, I don't know what your TikTok is, Brad Fitz. Uh, you could let me know and I'll plug it next podcast. But that's it. You can follow the, the rest of the, uh, no, what else? I don't know what else you guys can. Follow Halo Halo Show. We're giving out some Sylvanias from Air Bakes. So what you got to do, I'll just plug it on here in case you're too lazy to listen to mix number uh, 2.03 of Halo Halo Show. Go to Air Bakes Manila, A-I-R-B-A-K-E-S Manila on Instagram and uh, comment on any of their posts, but don't make it generic. Tell them that you heard it from Halo Halo Show. But of course, I'd rather you listen to Hal Lada Show uh, before you go through this, because that was the whole point. It's kind of like marketing. It's like our it was it's our it's our way of boosting our posts. You know how you can pay for marketing and boosting on Facebook. It's basically what we want to do, but we want to make it more fun. We don't want to pay for just ads. We want to give people food, and we're working on a title. I just came up with a quick title: Delibre, like delivery, but Delibre, like it's free. Um, so what do you guys think of that title? Let us know. Okay. Let us know. And yeah. New Halo Halo Shimix coming out on Monday. Take it easy. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.